In what most of us know as the toolkit case, three activists have come under the scrutiny of the authorities with charges for seditions, criminal conspiracy and similar. Are these allegations valid? And what does this say about activism in one of the countries most prone to the impact of climate crisis? I am Dinesh from Logic Detector and I believe we will have the answers by the end of this episode. On February 4, the police cybercrime cell of the Delhi police registered an FIR on charges of sedition, criminal conspiracy and promoting hatred against the creators of the toolkit. The toolkit in question was an action plan encouraging people to support the farmers protest tweeted by climate activist Greta Thunberg. The police said that the sequence of events in the farmers protest including the violence that took place on January 26th that is Republic Day for India was a, in quote, copycat of the alleged action plan shared in the toolkit. Consequently, on February 14th, several news outlets reported that the Delhi police had arrested Bengaluru-based activist Disharavi in connection with the toolkit on farmers' protests. The news followed that the Delhi police had raided 30-year-old lawyer Nikita Jacobs' residence and had seized her computer and phone. Meanwhile, another activist, 31-year-old Shantanu Moluk, was accused of creating the document. Activists in Question Nikita Jacob is a 30-year-old High Court advocate who has worked hard on issues of pollution impact on common people's lives. She has also been involved in campaigns against environmentally destructive projects in Mumbai such as the Mumbai Coastal Road projects, the construction of a metro shed in RA Forest and several more. Hailing from Bhid, a small village in Maharashtra, Shantanu is an activist who left his job after his master's in aerospace engineering to work on climate and environment full-time. He works as a researcher on identifying alternatives of livelihood and society in practice and also provides consultant services on inclusive communication. Meanwhile, Disharavi is a 22-year-old activist from Bengaluru and has co-founded Fridays for Future India while also founding Fridays for Future Bangalore. She works at a local vegan milk startup and is acclaimed regular in local cleanup drives and global campaigns. Legal action taken against them. The police had filed an FIR against the creators of the toolkit under sections 124A for seditions. 120B for criminal conspiracy and 153A for creating hatred between two communities. Soon after Disha was picked up from a residence, the Delhi Commission for Women, known as the DCW, wrote a letter to the DCP cyber cell and asked them to present a detailed report of her arrest. DCP is short for Deputy Commissioner of Police. Media reports stated that Disha was taken to the national capital from Bengaluru by the Delhi police without any disclosure of her whereabouts to even her parents. It is further alleged that she was not presented before a local court for transit remand and was directly produced before the Delhi court without a lawyer of her choice. The DCW also stated that it is a clear violation of Article 22.1 which states that every person arrested has the right to be defended by a legal practitioner of their choice. She was sent to a five-day police custody by a duty magistrate 
of Patiala House Court on this judgment of the mentioned court, Senior Advocate Rebecca John opined, If you are a duty magistrate sitting on a Sunday, you should get at best remand for a day so that the regular court takes up the matter the next day. Senior Advocate Geeta Lutra also voiced the concerns of granting a five-day remand by a duty magistrate in her interview with journalist Fadi Zosa. The claims are in line with Rule 8 of the Delhi High Court rules, which state that when an accused person without an arrest warrant is remanded in police custody, the remand period should not be more than 24 hours. Right after Disha's arrest, Delhi police had also issued non-bailable warrants known as NBW against two more activists, Nikita Jacob and Shantanu Muluk. They too face the same charges of sedition, criminal conspiracy, spreading disaffection against the Indian state and promoting enmity. Nikita approached Mumbai High Court to seek pre-arrest bail after the Delhi police cybercrime unit had raided her house on February 11 and seized her laptop and phone. The Bombay High Court on Wednesday had granted protection from arrest for three weeks to Nikita on Wednesday. This approval comes after a counsel stated that instead of searching, Delhi police issued a non-bailable warrant on the pretext that she was absconding, whereas she had made herself available and recorded statements with the Delhi police cybercrime when they had come to seize her electronic gadgets. Coming to second activist Shantanu Muluk, a resident of Bede, had already received protection from arrest for 10 days by the Aurangabad bench of Bombay High Court on Tuesday. Shantanu's father, Shivlal Muluk, also told the Bede police that a computer hard disk and other items were seized from their home allegedly without a search warrant on February 12, according to the PTI. PTI is short for Press Trust of India. Misuse of Legal Power This is not the first case of illegal arrest and detention of activists in India. Over the past few years, a steep rise in arrest of civil rights activists is amply clear even in the absence of government-maintained data. The United Nations High Co Commissioner for Human Rights has expressed concerns over the rise of arrest or detention of civil rights activists in India for carrying out peaceful dissent. The number of sedition cases filed each year between 2014 and 2020 during the current government's tenure rose by 28% compared to the yearly average between 2010 and 2014 in the second term of the previous administration. A few months ago, pro-environment movement Fridays for Future India was filed under the UAPA short for Unlawful Activities Prevention Act by the Delhi Police and was one of the three movements along with Let India Breathe and There Is No Earth Be to have the sites temporarily banned with no prior reason given. The aforementioned movements had been organizing petitions demanding the withdrawal of EIA 2020, a draft which many activists claimed to have dangerous consequences if passed. The Delhi police was acting on a complaint by Indian Environment Minister Prakash Javdekar, who had alleged of receiving multiple mails with a subject similar to EIA 2020. While Delhi police stated that the notice was sent mistakenly and withdrew the charges, Many activists claim that FFF India has been under the radar of authorities ever since. Conclusion and Current Updates On 90th February, Fridays for Future released a public statement with the hashtag Stand for Disha Ravi on their social media platforms. 
International support soon followed, with the most notable being Greta's tweet stating, freedom of speech and the right to peaceful protest and assembly are non-negotiable human rights. This must be a fundamental part of any democracy, followed by the hashtag StandWithDisharavi. Over the course of the last week, campaigns and protests, both offline and online, ran in solidarity with the three activists, with hashtag finger on your lips being a notable one. The online campaign encouraged people to post a photo with a finger on their lips, with the intent being to demonstrate what the government expects from dissenters in any case of an issue. After the end of the five-day police custody on 19 February, the next hearing was conducted in which the Patiala House Court agreed to the plea of the Delhi Police to send Disha to a three-day judicial custody. On February 20, Delhi High Court heard the bail plea of Disha Ravi. At the hearing, the Delhi Police reasoning about the activists being in touch with secessionists and conspiring to cause the January 26 violence severely put to test with a judge dubbing it as a conjecture or an allegation made with incomplete evidence. The judge asked to provide the evidence of direct linking between the toolkit and the violence that took place. Delhi police replied that there is no direct link as of now and the investigation is still going on. Failing to satisfy the judge's conscience, the court decided to pronounce the order on February 23rd. Hey, this is Dinesh from Logic Detector. We believe you found this record useful. In this podcast description, you will find the link to our blog post with a few extra details and the link to today's court hearing updates. We are just starting out and we are eager to know what you feel about our work. Feel free to DM us on our Instagram handle at the rate logic detector. This is me Dinesh, signing out.